Good morning for Thursday, March 10th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Clinton retools message on trade deals. U.S. destroys chemical arms utilized by ISIS. And vote in Florida tests fortunes of three in the GOP. In today's national headlines, Clinton and Sanders clash over immigration. New process to allow most people to donate kidneys. And Missouri Senate backs religious freedom bill. In today's business headlines, editor's testimony stuns Hulk Hogan trial. VW's U.S. chief is out and dealers are alarmed. And January wholesale inventories increase unexpectedly. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Detroit by Amy Chozik. Clinton retools message on trade deals. From the start of her presidential campaign 11 months ago, Hillary Clinton has presented an upbeat assessment of an improving economy, saying Wall Street and corporations would be held accountable, but must be part of the solution for all Americans to benefit from the country's prosperity. I want to be the president for the struggling, the striving, and the successful, she often said. Her message has at times collided with an angry electorate drawn to the populist pitch of Senator Bernie Sanders. In Michigan on Tuesday, it crashed. The state's voters, scarred by the free trade deals associated with Clinton and her husband that have been widely blamed for the loss of American manufacturing jobs, delivered a surprise victory to Sanders, who railed here against disastrous trade agreements written by corporate America. While his victory did little to bridge the delegate gap with Clinton, the loss in Michigan left the Clinton camp confronting an urgent quandary as the Democratic contest moves to other Midwestern states like Ohio, Illinois, and Missouri, which vote on Tuesday. Will Clinton's we're-all-in-this-together approach work in what has been called an off-with-their-heads election year? Stung by the bad showing, Clinton was already recalibrating her message, even altering her standard line before the Michigan race had been called. I don't want to be the president for those who are already successful. They don't need me, she said at a rally Tuesday night in Cleveland. I want to be the president for the struggling and the striving. The surprising Michigan defeat forced her campaign Wednesday to emphasize to donors and supporters that its central strategy remained intact. To capture the 2,383 delegates needed to clinch the nomination, which they expect to come closer to doing with victories Tuesday in Florida and North Carolina, and close contest or victories in the Midwestern states. But the campaign manager, Robbie Mook, acknowledged that it needed to better amplify Clinton's tough stance on trade deals and her plans to actually create and bring back manufacturing jobs, while contrasting her specific policies with what her aides say are empty catchphrases and trade bashing from Sanders. As Clinton prepares for those battles on Tuesday, She will face a barrage of Sanders ads in Ohio, including one that his campaign believed turned the tide in Michigan by making the argument that Sanders was the only candidate who had opposed free trade agreements that led to job losses in America. Sanders expanded on his critique in an interview Wednesday. 
Hillary Clinton has supported virtually every one of these trade agreements, Sanders said in the interview, conducted Wednesday at a hotel in Miami. Our message is resonating increasingly with the American people and especially working people and young people who understand, and we saw this in Michigan yesterday.